This is a podcast by the Business Times. Singapore shares rose on Monday, July 4th amid mixed trading in regional markets, led by strength in financial stocks. Singapore unemployment rate flat at 2.2% in May. Gold prices fall and greenback rises following the release of Fed minutes. And China's debt to hit record high in 2022. It's Friday, the 8th of July. Welcome to Market Focus, a weekly look at market drivers and movements from the Business Times. I'm podcast editor Clarissa Montero. The Straits Times Index opened the first trading week of second half 2022 on Monday, July 4th, up at the opening bell following modest gains on Wall Street on Friday. The Straits Times Index inched up 0.5% to 3,110 points. The US dollar surged earlier in the week to its strongest level in more than two years as growing concern about a recession prompted investors to pile into haven assets. Turnover in currency futures climbed to the highest level in close to a month, while the Bloomberg dollar index, which measures it against a basket of major counterparts, climbed 1%. Singapore stocks started Wednesday on a positive note following mixed closings on U.S. markets as Treasury bond yields fell further below 3% to further stoke recession fears. The Straits Times Index gained 0.6%, to 3,121 points, but ended the day down 0.01% to 3,103 points. China's debt will likely hit a record this year as the central bank tries to boost credit and shore up the economy. The overall leverage ratio of total debt as a percentage of gross domestic product is projected to increase by 11.3 percentage points to around 275% this year. This according to the director of the National Institution for Finance and Development, who attributed the rise mostly to the slowdown in economic growth. Oil prices dropped to a 12-week low in volatile trade in the midweek, extending Tuesday's heavy losses in reaction to growing fears of a global recession. Brent crude for September delivery settled around $100 a barrel on Thursday. The Straits Times Index slipped below the psychological 3,100 mark at the opening bell on Thursday, down 0.1% to 3,099 points. Trading in Singapore remained within a narrow range all week. The Straits Times Index opened Friday on a positive note after four days of consecutive gains among Wall Street stocks. The Straits Times Index gained 0.3% to 3,137 points. Lionel Lin, Director of Research at SGX Securities, provides some context. Post the morning session, the STI looks to be flat for the past five sessions ending 7th July, with the index trading within a band of about 150 basis points. The Asian Pacific benchmark is also relatively flattish this week. The STI is now around the 3,100 level as we head into earnings season in the next couple of weeks. Looking at some of the notable outperformers for the week to date, filtered by companies with market cap of at least $300 SIIC Environment Holdings, China's leading water and environment integrated player, gained 4.9%. 
the company announced it will divest all its equity interests in a waste treatment and incineration subsidiary for 283.3 million Chinese yuan, which according to the company would recover shareholders' investments and generate profits for the group. Golden Agri Resources, a global leader in palm oil production, was up 4.1%. Last week, the Indonesian government announced it is considering a plan to raise its biodiesel mandate to help lower fuel import costs and absorb palm oil stockpiles. Luxury watch retailer The Hourglass gained 4%. The stock has gained about 15.7% in the year to date so far. Last month, the company reported fiscal second half ending March this year growing 74.7% year-on-year on the back of an accelerating momentum in customer demand for mechanical watches. The week's notable laggards were Cultural Tourism Property and Integrated Media Group, The Place Holdings, which declined 7.9%. Palm oil players Bumitama Agri was down 7% and First Resources was down 6.2%. Coal miner Golden Energy and Resources declined 6.6% and has since retreated 44.1% since its high in early June this year. In the past week, we have seen fears of an impending recession having impact on asset prices. Notably, US 10-year yields and crude oil were adversely impacted. The euro also plunged to a 20-year low against the US dollar early in the week as recession fears in the region impacted the currency amidst rising energy prices and the conflict in Ukraine. The US 10-year yields are now hovering around 2.8%, around 40 basis points lower than the 3.2% last week and close to 70 basis points lower than the year's high of 3.48%. In fact, on Tuesday, the short-dated 2-year yield was trading much of the day above the 10-year yield, an indicator known as the yield curve inversion and widely cited as a recession indicator by investors. Looking at this week, we see some notable news impacting the Singapore market. Singapore's May unemployment rates stayed unchanged month-on-month at 2.2%, with Ministry of Manpower stating unemployment rates are expected to stay low amidst a tight labour market and high levels of vacancies, with a likelihood of a downturn in Singapore deemed low. MOM, however, warned to global headwinds which may potentially impact business decisions. Raphael Lim, correspondent with the Business Times News Desk, provides further insight. Following the worst first-half performance in five decades for equities, investors kicked off trading in the second half of 2022 with slightly more optimism, even as Asian markets swung between gains and losses during the week. Some of the concerns plaguing the markets in the first half, including fears over inflation, COVID-19 lockdowns in China, and an economic recession worldwide, remain on investors' minds. But traders also found some reasons to cheer during the week and most regional markets were up over the past five trading days ending Thursday. Shares in Singapore, Australia, South Korea and Japan were among the gainers. However, markets in Malaysia, Shanghai and Taiwan were down for the week. Inflation and rising interest rates also were closely watched during the week. The US Federal Reserve meeting minutes released on Wednesday showed a hawkish tilt. Still to come. Inflationary concerns and slowdown worries continue to be in play. 
We take a closer look with Lionel Lin and Raphael Lim. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Singapore's PMI expanded at a slower rate in June at 50.3, down 0.1 point from a month ago, but still the 24th straight month of expansion. Growth in the electronics sector posted a faster rate of expansion at 50.8, up from 50.5 in the prior month, despite global macro headwinds. Lionel, that wasn't the only encouraging news. Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Lawrence Wong stated the Sing Dollar 6.6 billion assurance package, first announced in 2020, may potentially be enhanced if the global and domestic situation worsened. The package is meant to cushion households from the impact of the upcoming GST increase. Minister of State for Trade and Industry Alvin Tan stated that Singapore is not expected to see a recession or stagflation in 2023, noting economic activity has been resilient thus far, even amidst a significant rise in inflation. He reiterated growth this year is likely to come in at the lower half of the official forecast range of 3 to 5% in 2022 and to moderate further in 2023. The URA's flash estimate for 2Q 2022 private home price index increased 3.2% quarter-on-quarter, accelerating from the 0.7% gain seen in the first quarter of this year and is now up 3.9% in the first half of 2022. As a reminder, the private home price index increased close to 11% last year. 2Q's gain was largely driven by non-landed private residential in the rest of central region. Property consultants expect the index to gain another 5-10% to for the whole of 2022. Flash estimates from SRX and 99.co also showed HDB resale prices increasing for the 24th straight month in June, though volumes fell from a month ago. The SP Group announced electricity tariffs will increase by an average of 8.1% for July to September period as compared to the previous quarter, and this was mainly driven by higher energy costs exacerbated by the conflict in Ukraine. Singapore Tourism Board in a statement stated that it expects the cruise sector to revive to its pre-pandemic levels between 2023 to 2024 as some Southeast Asian countries, including Singapore, resume port calls. REITs such as Maple Tree Logistics Trust, Fraser's Logistics and Commercial Trust, and Maple Tree Industrial Trust were among the top performers. Singtel shares rose 4.7% to be at the top of the index performance table. On the other hand, Capital Land Integrated Commercial Trust was the second worst index performer sliding 4.2% after it was downgraded to underweight from equal weight by Morgan Stanley analysts. Local bank shares, which have been among the top index decliners over the past three months, had some relief in the past week. DBS, OCBC and UOB registered gains in their share price. Institutional sellers had been net sellers of local stocks in previous weeks, with financial services among the sectors with the largest outflow. IG market strategist Yap Junrong noted earlier this week that positioning in the financial sector is at its lowest level since March 2021. 
It was a mixed week of both market movements and news drivers, but it did seem that investors found some reason for cautious optimism. It remains to be seen if the gains across the broader market this week can be sustained. Inflation and recessionary fears still remain a concern in the broader market. Company results would likely be a key factor for investors in the coming weeks as they look for signs of performance and management guidance as reporting season kicks off. Join us next week as we look at market movements in the shorter trading week. This has been Market Focus from the Business Times. I'm Clarissa Montero with Lionel Lin, Director of Research at SCX Securities and Raphael Lim from the Business Times News Desk. That was a podcast by the Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Do note, all analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast are for your general information only. You should not rely on them in making any decision. Please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services, or information of any third parties.